Rapid.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Alrighty, folks, welcome in. Right now, the time, 8-12, as we are kicking off our first segment here this morning on the Action Line. We're joined with the Center for the Arts crew, and I'll make my way counterclockwise. Patience Long joining us. Patience, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? We're doing fantastic. Alrighty, and then joining us as well, we got, and I'm going to get this right, Charlotte Myrie Sheely. Myrie yes. Sheely. Yes, that's right. Got good it. morning. Nailed it. It's only 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm on fire. <laughs> All right. Job. That's good. And Sam Downer joining us as well. Boy, howdy. Hey, guys. And then Mark <laughs> David Mitchell Williams joining us. Drummers. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for, be- thanks for having us. <laughs> so um, we were going to start off, talk a little bit about some events, yeah. and then you guys were going to share some of the excerpts from Little Women. You're going to give us a little taste of what people can expect, and I guess we should start off and find out when yeah. is Little Women going to be per, uh, premiering. Well, Nick, you guys usually ask me, like, what's going on at the center? And over the past year and a half, I'm like, well, not much. <laughs> and we, that's completely changed. We are, it's, it's like the pandemic never hit. There's so much happening right now. Um, we're here today to talk about our Bash fundraiser that's happening tomorrow. Tickets still available. We're talking about Little Women that's opening next weekend, and ticket sales are really strong, so get your tickets soon. We have a review coming up in November. Tickets for our December show, Elf, is available right now. I mean, people and we are just ready. cast Matilda. We did just cast Matilda. So four shows going on right now at our little just, center. Just like old times. It's so nice. So did you guys, was there any calm before the storm, before you got back into full speed and you thought, man, I forgot how stressful this is sometimes? Because you guys are doing four shows, you mentioned, and getting all that moving. Yeah. Or are you just happy to be back in the thick of it? We're happy. You know, we before COVID, I would say, we always were a little stressed out and like, should we do this much? It's a whole lot on us. Yeah. And then when there was nothing, wow, we missed it. We missed interacting with our artists and our volunteers and our staff and our patrons. So I know I'm personally very excited that when I stay at night, I have three rooms full of people singing, dancing, laughing. You get to see people you haven't seen in forever. You know, family family members almost. That's so, the best part yeah. is seeing people doing what they love to do after many months of not yeah. being able to, you know, enjoy performing and enjoying the community of theater. So not only the people you guys work with, but probably people that you know show up to some of these events and you see them in the Absolutely. crowd. Absolutely, I haven't seen you for probably been about a year. Yeah, we just this week people are coming in wanting physical tickets for their shows. People I haven't seen in forever. I mean, at least a five minute conversation. How you doing? How's your family? How's your wife? Um, so it's really good to get back in the swing of things. Absolutely awesome. So let's talk about Little Women. You guys were going to share some of that with us this morning. So what's going to be the rundown? They're going to be doing a part from Little Women this morning and giving us kind of a tease. Yeah. So Mark David Williams is kind of overseeing the project. So I'm going to let him kind of kick it off. I'm going to step back so one of the artists can have the microphone. Oh, yeah. right. We are very excited for this show, not just because it is, it's been 18 months since we've had a 
season show, but because it's a really great cast. We have 10 actors in this show, so this is, this is a fifth of the cast <laughs> with us this morning. And uh, it's a stellar cast. It's a great show. It's really beautiful. A lot of people know this story, and it's put to music, and it's really stunning. And today we have uh, the character of Lori, that's played by Sam, and the main character of Joe March, played by Charlotte. And uh, I'm going to let Sam talk a little bit about the character of Lori, and then we will uh, sing a song that Sam has in the show. All right. All right. Throwing it over to me. Yes, Mr. tell us about Lori. Um, Lori, uh, Theodore Lawrence III, um, is I personally one of my favorite characters in the book. Um, he's just wonderful. He's goofy. Um, his backstory, we don't, they don't really go into it in the uh, play. Um, but in the book, uh, he uh, is from a rich family, but his mother ran away with a musician. Um, so he was kind of estranged from his rich family growing up. So uh, at the beginning of the play, he moves back to Concord with his grandfather, and he's kind of thrust into this life of very, just, he's very wealthy. And he doesn't know what to handle, how to handle it. He's also dealing with just being a 16-year-old kid. Um, and he's just goofy and funny. And I hope the audience falls in love with him as much as I have playing the part. When you play a part like this, do you uh, sometimes you like figure out about these characters as you're going, and as you keep diving deeper, you like them even more? Does that happen? Yeah, um, I think with with a character like Lori. Um, it, it can feel a little bit like you're becoming friends with them a little bit in a weird way. I know that sounds slightly psychopathic, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think the more time you spend with a character and delve into it, the more um, similarities you find with yourself and the more uh, with someone like Lori, the more I want to be a better person, I mm -hmm. think. And that makes sense. I've, I've heard, I just recently heard Jim Carrey talking about getting into character and he said sometimes you would you get to like the character, you get to know him, and you feel like you're hanging out with a real person, but it's you playing that character. And he said it's kind of a kind of an interesting thing that goes through your head when this is all happening. As you, and again, you feel like you're meeting a real person, but it's you playing a character and um, get to kind of see, kind of get to see inside of the world. So before we get started, I got to have you guys throw your headphones on so we could hear that music. And then what part are you going to be sharing with us this morning? Um, kind of give us a little background to this scene. So uh, this is... Um Theodore Lawrence III at a ball. He uh, this is the second time he's meeting Joe March. Um, he <laughs> the first time he met her, uh, she chopped down his grandfather's tree. Um, so this is his first time talking to her and kind of um, expressing that you know he wants to maybe be friends if she wants to be friends, and if not, that's okay. But he really wants to be friends then. Awesome. So we're going to get this started. And for folks who are listening at home, this is not pre-recorded. They are in here at 8 o'clock in the morning doing this live. Uh, so this is going to be awesome. We always love when you guys do that for us. So let you guys take it away. I know I have no right, but sometimes late at night, I watch you in the attic, pacing back and forth like a maniac. I've... Never met a girl like you, and you want it all like you. Um, this is very nice, such a lovely party. The music is so thrilling, makes a person feel like dancing. I'm very good, you know. I won a gold medal at school for dancing. 
Well, I don't dance. Besides, I've got a patch on the back of my dress. A patch? Well, let me see. No, no. Uh, I like it. That patch could start a whole new fashion. You dance with me tonight, and I guarantee every girl in Concord will be wearing a patch on her dress. We could do a hundred things. Do anything you please. We could fly on golden wings across the seven seas. If you want to do everything you've ever dreamed of, come on, take a chance on me. We could catch a thousand stars and stand them on a pin. We could leap from here to Mars and make the planet spin. If you want to do everything you've ever dreamed of, come on, take a chance on me. We could be such friends. Friends are never lonely. All I know is books. Books are solitary. And I see you every day. How you live in your own way. And you make me wanna dare to take a chance on you. Alright, we can box if you like. You box? You ready? Uh, I should warn you. I won a gold medal at school for boxing. Ha! Is that how you win medals? You cheat! <laughs> <laughs> we could live a million dreams, but only if we dare. We could go to such extremes, there's so much chair. We'll circle the world doing all we've ever dreamed of. And we'll live in our own way. And I'll see you every day. We'll be the best of friends. If you take a chance on me. Good Absolutely job, incredible. Absolutely in the morning. incredible. Woo. So I was thinking you guys do matinees, you guys do shows in the evening. Have you thought about doing an 8 a.m. slot sometime? These guys are ready. <laughs> we we honestly could with Please the talent don't. we get at the center. <laughs> <laughs> they would hate me, but we could. <laughs> awesome stuff. So um, tell us a little bit more about uh, this show. It's going to premiere... Yeah, next Friday next night, Friday. October 22nd, our big opening night. And we've already sold a good bit of tickets. We're really pleased. We know people are hungry for theater, but we didn't know, you know, the climate changes so often with the media and with what's going on in the world. And so for a while, people weren't buying as many tickets, but now it's, it's, it's encouraging to see that they are. So get your tickets soon at borougharts.org or call, uh, call up the theater. But... Um, yeah, three weekends. We go through November 7th. So three weekends to see this great show. And for folks who are just joining us, I always forget we live in such a growing community. There's always new people moving in. So tell us how to get these tickets. Talk about uh, the season passes for folks who, who want to see all the shows and they're thinking, you know what, I just want to try to be a part of every show I can catch. Absolutely. So first first and foremost, go to borougharts.org. It has all of our stuff. It has our classes, our shows coming up. It has videos that we've posted of the rehearsal process. So borougharts.org. You can go on there, click buy tickets now, and you can choose the seat and show you want. Um, and then we still do have season passes available. More and more people are recognizing this is a great way of getting theater. You get first dibs on the seats. You get discounted um, season. And then if you need to switch those or something, there's no charge for season ticket holders. Plus, I always throw them something 
something extra here and there because they're so great. So um, we have flex passes which start with only three shows. If you look at our season and there's three shows you want, that's the pass for you. Um, we also have silver and gold, which is all the shows are then like eight shows. So visit our website, borougharts.org. We keep it up to date daily. And I got to imagine as we get closer to the holidays with Elf coming up, that's probably a pretty busy time of the year. So kind of start thinking about those shows towards the end of the year and get those tickets now. Yeah, our Christmas show, um, we could just put Santa on stage singing and we'd sell out. So we have a fantastic casting crew for Elf. Um, we're double casting it. We've got two directors, um, two buddies. So it's going to be magnificent. And one of the directors tells me she's gonna. it's going to look like Christmas threw up all over the center. So if that's your jam, come to the center, get tickets now absolutely awesome uh we wanted to talk about classes but before we get there i wanted to talk to sam and charlotte for a minute so you guys are going to be boxing we, we caught some of that <laughs> now in radio land you can't see but you guys were fisty cuffs in here you guys are yeah, ready to go on. um so is that is that going to play out on stage for folks who are going to i don't want to give too much away but are you guys are you guys going to be throwing some gloves i think she's going to be throwing a little bit more gloves than i am uh, joe's a little bit more tough than Lori, i think so tell us about your character a little bit charlotte so Joe is truly, I think, I mean, I read this book growing up and it is timeless in that I feel like every generation that has got the opportunity to read it connects with these characters. And I think for, especially for a modern generation, um, especially Joe, um, she has a real sense about her, of, I think, understanding of her both aspirations and limits in the world as a young woman in the era she grew up in and has this I think immediate awareness of she has massive dreams and drive and the follow through to get there but she's facing a lot of limitations be just because she's a girl um, and so you know in her story we open and the war is going on and she has three sisters and her mother and her father is away at war and Joe has sort of assumed the role of um, the protector of the household in a way. She really looks up to her father and he's her uh, guiding light of this is this is how you be a good person. So that's kind of what she's been following. Um, and she, I mean, she's a person who loves her family completely and would do anything for them. And I think we learn throughout the story, we watch her learn what that's, how that translates into being an adult and how her siblings will make choices to go live their own lives. And she has to make choices to go live her own life and how you can still stay connected to a family without, um, doing everything together and I think that's a big learning curve for Joe so when you guys are uh, getting ready to put on a show and you've you mentioned this is something that you've known your whole life you've read the book compared to maybe not reading the book being new to it is there a different approach when you've maybe known these characters your whole life and read the book seen a movie as compared to saying okay in three months this is going to be something new you have to learn it and then figure it out Definitely, yeah. But I think it is um, a similar thing, reading the lines of what's in your script, what's in maybe the source material. If you've read it in the past or if you're reading it currently, it does kind of come down to the same things of, like Sam was saying, of getting to know them like mm -hmm. a person. I think treating your character like this is a friend that I'm getting to know. I want to understand what makes them tick. I want to understand what they care about because, um, you know, that's how just how we become friends with someone and then you can empathize with their situation. I think you've got a similar thing with acting where you get to understand 
what makes them tick and what makes them who they are and then it gives you empathy for what they're going through and how they're going to respond to things so a lot of preparation and a lot before people come to the show and see you guys put that i mean this is months and months and months back of of getting this information and studying and learning and a lot there's a lot to it well particularly for this cast too we were two weeks out from performing when covid happened and we Mm. shut down so charlotte and some of the other cast have been holding on to this for months and months 18 months or plus Sam is a new character. We have a uh, two or three newer th- cast members. Yeah. <laughs> so they're on like a crash course. Um, uh, so it's a good thing he knew the character a bit, but he's 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 learned it very quickly. Uh, but a lot of these actors have lived with this and have been hoping we would be able to do the show again. But we've had to make a lot of changes, and we're putting the show together in four weeks, and that's how talented this cast is. And I got to think, you know, after 18 months, there's a lot of people, and you mentioned some of the cast not able to be here 18 months later to do the show now. So you guys had some people dropping out, had to do some additions. How did that all work out, trying to mix and match everybody? You guys have been here from the beginning, and you guys are brand new, figure it out work together and, and kind of learn this together yeah it was who who do you know who could do this kind of a <laughs> yeah. thing uh because it really was we were we, we intentionally uh made a short rehearsal process and window because we thought we would have the full cast back and director and everything that was the same and it would just be okay let everybody review your lines and let's come together and let's put this together in two or three weeks and off we go so when we realized we had to uh, fill a few uh, slots we had okay who can do this but who can do this quickly and really well and who do we trust and so um, we're very fortunate to have the people we have very fortunate absolutely awesome we're going to take a quick time out and check on that weather when we come back we're going to talk to patients long and uh, learn about some of the classes that are available and uh, learn some more about the center for the arts and uh, what they have ready for us we'll be right back We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here for this afternoon with partial sunshine developing a high in the low 80s. South winds are on 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 64. Good morning. Still looks good right now on 24 through the Hickory Hollow area. As you head towards Nashville, lots of radar out here this morning. Give yourself extra time, especially if we get some of that weather in our area uh, in the next hour or so. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. turns the UFOs, aliens, the unknown. It's Coast to Coast AM overnight every night on WGNS Murfreesboro. Alrighty guys, welcome back in. A quick, quick timeout as we check on that weather and traffic for you. So we heard from Sam Downer, now Charlotte Myrie Sheely going to be joining us and uh, she's going to play a little song for us. Actually, she's going to sing as uh, we get some music queued up for you here. So as we're getting all that ready. Uh, Patience, while we're getting that ready, you want to hop on and tell us uh, about some classes and some opportunities available and um, also the bash coming up. Yeah, so I just I wish people for at home listening could see us. There's three microphones and four people, <laughs> and we keep popping up and down, like, you know, who's going to sit with musical chairs. Um, so yeah, education classes. So we are full swing into our fall session of our education programs. We offer programs for children 5 to 18. The production class is Moana. So soon we're going to have tickets on sale for that show that should happen the weekend after uh, All Together Now Review, which is like 
the weekend before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so it's going to be fun for all ages. Um, and then be looking for signups for our winter session that will start in January. Um, and we do classes for people that children that have never had any experience all the way to people that have much experience and then if you heard sam he's a product of center stage academy i remember six years ago when he did a lightsaber in our in our after school triple threats program so um so there's some really talented kids out there so and it's not just and sam get on here it's not just learning how to sing dance and act there's a lot of backstage things it teaches a teamwork yeah it's definitely i think for, um, uh, I'm definitely a product of the Center CFDA program. I, I think I am where I am because of them today. And that's not just me saying that because that's Patience so is here. I, it's true. I th- it's a really, really good kids program. Um, it, it's a team sport. I think, you know, it's it's similar in a lot of ways to like soccer or football because it's it's there's a lot of moving parts. And, you know, I think every part is just as important as any other part. And I think yeah. Um, it's a really great environment, really, really, um, I think especially if, you know, you're dealing with, you know, problems, I think it's just a good way to escape, especially yeah. for kids in middle yeah. school and high school. We've heard a lot of, of parents come to us saying, you know, for a year and a half or a year not having these programs um, and not having school and what the children were dealing with. Like, now that we're open again, they're like, I see a total difference in my child. Like, keep this open, do whatever you can. Mm-hmm. So, you're right. It me- Mental health, just uh, physical health. <laughs> Those dance scenes can be really, really cardio. Um, So, yeah. So if you have a kid that's interested or you're not sure where they fit in and maybe they don't fit in in a group at school, give us a call. We can have our director of education, Denise Parton, talk with them and see maybe what class might suit them. And I was going to ask, how is Denise? She, she didn't join us this morning, but uh, from 18 months ago and last time maybe we've seen you guys, uh, she was a, a very vital part of the operation <laughs> and getting these kids ready to go. She so. has a, she has the day off today because she, um, you know, we talked about Matilda coming up in January. We just held auditions. She's the director. So she's doing her Moana. She's doing her triple threat classes. She's doing um, the main stage Ma- Matilda. So, you know. She's doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, she's a busy lady. Well, Denise, if you're out there listening, we miss you and hope to see you in studio soon. Yep, great. <laughs> All righty, Charlotte, are you ready to go? We got everything ready to go. We're going to get you guys set up here. If you need it a little bit louder, just give me a give me a point and we'll get you turned up. We got a little bit of dialogue to quick set this scene up because uh, Lori uh, is about to uh, profess his feelings for Joe. Yeah, I have, at this point, I've just proposed, essentially. So, yeah, it's, and, and it will go how it will go. <laughs> Look here, I I took part of my inheritance and I bought you this ring. A ring? What are you talking about? I want to marry you. Marry me? Stop it, Lori. It's not funny. Practicing the words over and over. Marry me. Marry me. Have you gone mad? I love you, Joe. and I want you to be my wife. No. No. No, find someone else. Find... Find some accomplished girl. I don't want an accomplished girl. I want you. Well, you can't have me. Lisa, you'll think about it. There's nothing to think about. I'll never marry. You don't mean that. I do mean it. You'll marry. I won't. You will. Just not me. That's what you're really saying. You'll find someone Go else. Go away. I thought you understood me. You knew all along how I felt. Everybody knew. You knew all along who I am. What I want. I bared my soul to you, Laurie. Go away. Joe. Please, just go. 
Who is he? Who is he with this marry me? With this ring and this marry me? The nerve, the gall. This is not, not what was meant to be. How could you ruin it all with those two words? I thought I knew him, thought that he knew me. When did it change? What did I miss? A kiss when I thought all along that we were meant to fight frontiers. How could I be so wrong? And I need, how I need my sisters here. If I can't share my dreams, what were they for? I thought our promise meant that we would never change and never part. I thought together we'd amaze the world. How can I live my dreams or even start when everything has come?
Awesome job, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, for the folks at home, I got to say again, 8 o'clock in the morning. This is not a pre-recorded thing. They're doing this live here in the studio. So uh, always appreciate having you guys on. Thank you so much for your time. Joining us this morning, that was Charlotte Myrie Sheely, also Sam Downer, Mark David Williams, and Patience Long from the Center for the Arts. Guys, any final thoughts before we let you go? Come see the show. Yeah, come see the show. And then come to our bash tomorrow or buy a raffle ticket online at borougharts.org. You could win $5,000. Oh. So the bash kicks off tomorrow. Little Women kicking off next Friday. And that is going to be the first Friday of many. As I'm looking on the website, you guys got Sister Act, the SpongeBob musical. I think we could do a a full hour, even two hours with you guys because there's just so much going on. So uh, we have to direct people to the website for the rest of it as we are just about out of time. But thank you guys so much today. And uh, always a pleasure to catch up. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. All righty. We'll be right back, guys. We're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll chat with our friends from Oakland's Mansion. We'll find out what they're up to on the other end of the action line. You're listening to News Radio WGNS. Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us, and that's our freedom and the right to live in this country, and we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. We're talking with retired U.S. Army Master Sergeant Patrick Garland. I spent 17 years in the military police corps. Uh, I wound up in forensic sciences. He's learned from the who's who in forensic science. I worked with Dr. Pierre Fink, and he was one of the pathologists who assisted in the autopsy of President Kennedy. I worked with the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. I studied gunshot wounds, and I was asked to examine the ball that was removed from President Lincoln's head and identify it as being the proper one. I had to go to Ford Theater and look through all the medical reports. Another case was much closer to home. A grave had been tampered with in Franklin, and part of her body was found, and it was sent to Dr. Bass in Knoxville. His assumption at the beginning of the investigation was that this was a fresh body, and it turned out he was killed in the Battle of Franklin back in the Civil War. And he had been embalmed with arsenic at the time, and that was a good preservative. Dr. Bass said that he made a mistake by about 100 years on it. A different veteran story from retired U.S. Army Master Sergeant Patrick Garland. If you know a veteran you'd like to highlight, let WGNS know, and we'll honor them in our daily salute to veterans. 
Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air. 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. The Action Line with Bart Walker. Weekdays at 810. Truman Jones is on weekday mornings at 9 on WGNS. guys welcome back in on this friday if you're just joining us thank you to the center for the arts for getting us started this hour and uh, sharing some of the uh production some of the uh some of the stuff from their little women production which is coming up next friday they also have a big bash going on tomorrow so uh things are back things are heating back up in the center for the arts uh, happy about that as are we to have uh, some things to talk about with them we love having them in studio but uh they were kind of out of commission there as were a lot of people for uh, the better part of the last year and a half or so, but uh, things starting to open back up for them, and uh, lots of shows coming up this year to check out. So if you go over to their website, we were just talking about that. Um, right off the top, I'm looking at 12, 9, 10, about 10 to 12 different productions coming up just on this back half of this year and the next year. So uh, lots to go and uh, lots to see there. But uh, our next guest is we're chatting with the folks now from Oakland's mansion, James Manning joining us, also Shane Lowry, and on the phone, Jeffrey Kiever. Jeff, we'll start there. Jeff, can you hear us? Yes, I can. All righty. Always a good day when you can get the phones working for you. So, Jeffrey <laughs> joining us on the phones, also in studio with us, James Manning and Shane Lowry. Guys, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, and this is kind of similar with Center for the Arts, right? A lot of things were kind of dormant, kind of on ice there for a while. And uh, some of these cool events that we're, that we're used to and looking forward to each year, not unlike the, the trick-or-treating event we'll talk about in a minute, Folks have been kind of missing, so we wanted to kind of let them know some of these things are starting to come back. And uh, James, tell us about some of these cool events and uh, what's going on at Oakland's these days. Well, tonight we have tours of Evergreen Cemetery, and we've got those on some other Friday nights. So you can go on our website, oaklandsmansion.org, and make your reservation, make payment, and you just join us at the entrance of Evergreen Cemetery. It's about an hour, and it's not a ghost tour. We're talking about some historic characters and important figures in Murfreesboro history. Uh, cemeteries are a great way to learn about our community outdoors, and uh, it is a great time of year to do it. The weather's perfect. Um, we've got uh, lots of cool things coming up in um, the fall. We've got new educational programs that are rolled out on our website, and um, we're really excited about an evening with Middle Tennessee Symphonetta and Murfreesboro Little Theater. Murfreesboro Little Theater has worked with us several times before, and so people are familiar with coming to events. Um, we did some Shakespeare this uh, summer, and um, people enjoy bringing their own chairs and blankets and being able to sit where they wanted to on the grounds, and you don't have to make a reservation uh, for these nights. And so that's going to be uh, one of the highlights of this evening is getting people outdoors, supporting three different nonprofits, um, pay as you can. 
again, it's ten dollars a suggested contribution. You can pay on. Uh, you can make a donation the night of, or you can make a donation on our website, or not at all. Any of that's just fine. And so we're excited to to have everybody come out and and join us and have the mansion as a beautiful backdrop. The Sinfonetta is going to perform in Middle Tennessee, um, and Marshall Little Theater right on the pavement in front of the mansion. So it's going to be beautiful. Absolutely awesome. Anything you want to add to that? Oh, no, I think James pretty much covered it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you mentioned, you know, $10 suggested donation, but so if folks are looking for tickets, this is something we are just talking about. We wanted to make sure we got clear for everybody. Uh, not actually a hard ticket. So if you go online, you can yeah. make the donation online. You can make the donation in person. But if somebody's looking for an actual ticket. Um, There's no ticket, and you don't have to do anything. You can just decide at the last minute that you want to come and come ahead. You don't have to make any kind of a reservation. Um, dogs are welcome on leashes as long as they stay on a leash the whole time. Um, it is a Merceboro's uh, uh, largest green space that's public downtown. It's Oakland's Park. So we are a Merceboro City Park, and that's where you're going to be. So you'll be following the park laws, and uh, part of that is the leash law. Um, our food truck for the evening is going to be uh, My Roots Curbside Culinary, which is a local favorite. That's Tony Wong's truck. Um, and so people are going to come just for the food, possibly. Um, but they're going to be surprised at what a wonderful performance they're going to get to enjoy. Uh, so our first opportunity to partner with um, Middle Tennessee Symphonetta. Um, but it, we, we've worked several times with our Square Little Theater. And so we're just glad to bring these organizations together. Um, it's a good way for us to get new people on the grounds at Oakland's um, to experience the, the property, to learn. They will read maybe a dozen signs that are on the grounds, probably walk down to the spring, see the History Oak uh, while they're there, and hopefully come back for a tour of the mansion. And that's kind of a neat thing, too. So on the off days when you guys aren't having these big events, you can still do tours and that. Talk about that a little bit. And uh, for folks who've never toured Oakland's Mansion, what are the, some of the things you're going to see? And what do folks, when they tour it for the first time, what are some of the things they say? Are they surprised that, you know, all the history there and just how, how neat that building is? But, you know, it, it's historical, but it's, it's upkept. So you can kind of go through there and, and recognize, um, you know, some of the history in the building and how things were back then, um, but also is, is a great event space. Yeah, it's um, an unusual place in a lot of different ways. Um, the architecture of the house is unusual. It evolved over two generations of the family um, that built the plantation there. Um, right now, we're partnering with um, the uh, Geosciences Department at Middle Tennessee State University and the uh, Rutherford County Archaeological Society um, to scan Section M of Evergreen Cemetery across the street from Oakland. That was where the enslaved were buried. Um, there are no uh, accounting of the people that are buried there uh, that were enslaved. Section M was the African-American section before desegregation of the cemetery. Uh, so this will give us a full account of the burials that are in Section M. It's not going to prove or disprove who was enslaved, but we think that talking about it and um, keeping this current in people's minds, we're going to find someone that's going to have resources that are untapped so far. The Evergreen Cemetery office burned in 1940 and saw all the records were lost, and uh, there are no records of slave burials from the Manny family of Oakland's. Um, we've not found anything in city or county archives or the Tennessee State Library and Archives that give us any information about that. So uh, we're going to keep talking about it and studying it and trying to learn more. Uh, we've raised funds for a memorial to be constructed this fall for all those who are buried in Section M without a headstone. 
including those who are likely uh, enslaved by the Manny family, and we hope someday to be able to take that word likely and uh, prove or disprove that, but it's uh, accepted community uh, oral tradition. And that's part of what you'll learn on the cemetery tours. Uh, we'll have um, public announcement for groundbreakings and when the memorial is constructed. So um, stay uh, stay current by going to our website. And there's a drop down from the, at the top. There are buttons that go across the top of our website. One is slavery. And you can go there and learn about the Section M project and stay current there. Um, if you want to make a contribution, you can do that there as well. All righty. With us this morning in studio, Jeffrey Kiever, James Manning, and Shane Lowry. Shane, add a little bit to that uh, as far as uh, Murfreesboro Little Theater, what they're going to bring to the event and what folks can expect there. All right. Well, it's uh, it's been fun because uh, Light Center for the Arts, we've got a season coming up. And the way we decided to do things was we were going to do every other month of shows and kind of have a month in between to take off. And uh, October was going to be a month off. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, after a few emails from James, October got busy and booked for us. Um, And so what we're providing uh, with this event is um, not only some acting. We've got an actor that's going to perform Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. We're going to do an excerpt from um, kind of a mashup of Macbeth, which we'll be doing at Oakland's... um, later in 2022 Uh, and other than that we're uh, setting up some trick-or-treat stations uh, but we wanted to make it a little more fun for the kids than just having a table with candy so I've got about a 12-foot pumpkin sculpture that we've been working on to stand up so hopefully something that people can see from the road take a selfie in front of it uh, have a station there for kids to paint a pumpkin get some candy Uh, in addition to that we're going to uh, construct a a fortune teller wagon kind of like the old uh, circus wagons and uh, so you can get your fortune told and also get some candy there and uh, and so we'll have a little uh, a couple of artistic uh, pieces. What I like to do on the side is I, I, I tend to build a lot of set designs. Recently did the set for Nashville Shakespeare Festival, working on a set for Fisk University this weekend. And so this sounded like a good opportunity to get the tools out and build something fun for Halloween. And uh, hopefully it'll make it fun for uh, not just the kids, but the parents too. And that and that's such a cool spot to to get in that Halloween spirit is over at Oakland and you guys are going to have that kind of looking a little spooky uh, and you know have the pumpkin it's going to be festive in that so uh, the trick or treating aspect of it for the kids to come by uh, that's going is that going to be on Halloween night that you guys are doing that is that going to be no no we're not there for Halloween night so the trick or treating is incorporated into this event okay. so an evening with Middleton C Symphonetta and Marshall Theater incorporates a time of trick or treating so you'll enjoy the performance of the theater and the symphony you'll have an intermission where you go to the food truck and the restrooms and then the um, trick or treating will be incorporated into the performance and Murf- and Rutherford Arts Alliance is also joining us and they'll be uh, participating in the trick-or-treating with the kids too so there's going to be uh, several different uh, stations for them to go with their little um, baskets or bags and, and get candy and and meet some of the cast and cool stuff like that awesome everybody expected to be dressed up as well so that should be a lot of fun and a little bit of a kickstart to halloween for the kids and the trick-or-treaters right. to get out there and get some of that pre-halloween candy get yourself ready yeah, get to your go costumes ready yes wanted to give jeffrey uh, Kiever, who's joining us on the wgns phone line a chance to hop in here as sometimes uh when we have we have some we have somebody on the phone as a guest and we get talking sometimes uh, they kind of uh, get pushed to the sides. What it'll give Jeff a, a chance to jump in here and talk about the event a little bit, Jeff? 
Yeah, so um, the Middle Tennessee Sinfonietta, we're a small, um, a smaller volunteer orchestra. We have about 40 to 45 members um, right now. And we actually started during COVID. Um, it was very interesting, but we did a full online virtual performance um, recorded at the Walnut House downtown. So uh, as COVID is lining up and events are starting to happen, we have a full season of five to six concerts, and our, this will be our first of, of the year. Um, so yeah, just uh, we're providing a lot of music that people will recognize. They might not know the name of, but everyone knows pretty much all the pieces that we're doing. It's your classical, uh, spooky music. Um, so it'll just be a fun time. Absolutely awesome. It feels good to have these kind of events back and just to be able to talk about them and you know have things to look forward to on the weekends. And this is this is a great example of that. So all ages, this is going to be for all ages and a little bit of everything for everybody. I'm um, inviting the kids, the family, bring the dog, have them on a leash, uh, a lot to see and just kind of walk around the yard. And again, you guys are going to be getting into a kind of a festive Halloween spirit. So uh, looking forward to that. Anything we're missing this morning, guys? We got just a few more minutes. Wanted to give you guys a chance to wrap up. And uh, if we left out any details, this would be a good time. No, I don't think so. But if you want to give us a call at Oakland's Mansion, we'll answer any questions that you've got. You can always go to our website, all of our social media pages. Um, there's a Facebook page for both Oakland's Mansion and Oakland's Park and Oakland's Weddings and Events. So there's a lot more information out there. People don't realize all that Oakland's Park offers. It's a natural wetlands. It's a native tree arboretum. Uh, the crown jewel of the arboretum is a 300-year-old white oak tree. Um, there's signage on about 80 of the trees uh, that'll give you information about how they were used historically and um, what their common and their scientific names are. And then there's additional about 12 signs that talk about the historic use of the plantation. And Oakland's was a Native American site before it was settled by Europeans. Um, we know that from uh, spot archaeology that found a prehistoric post hole uh, down by the spring. Um, so through partnerships like we are doing with uh, geosciences and Rutherford County Archaeology, we hope to learn a lot more about uh, the history of the use of the grounds. And uh, we look forward to partnering with any other organizations that want to reach out to us and have some great ideas to share with our community. All righty. Fantastic. Well, that's James Manning. We also have Jeffrey Kiever on the phone with us and Shane Lowry in studio. Gentlemen, thank you for your time today. Lots going on at Oakland, so I encourage folks, if you're unfamiliar, check them out. That'll be a, a good Kickstarter here this weekend. And, again, lots going on throughout the week. Great event space. Lots of history there. So uh, maybe not everything you can learn in a day. So this might be, you know, even a couple trips back to Oakland to, to really soak it all in. So I hope so. Thank uh, you, Nick. You got it. Thank you, guys. And uh, we got Truman Jones live music coming up for you in just a second. So keep it right here on your good neighbor station news radio wgns we'll take a check at that weather traffic and news coming up at the top of the hour as well so don't go away a heart for healing when life challenges become a torrential flood there are local doctors, nurses, and medical technicians who help you maneuver the swift waters. Gordon Ferguson, President and CEO of St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital. Oncologist Peter Gordon Robertson is our Heart for Healing recipient. A listener writes, I'm in my mid-60s and having periods of lightheadedness after working in my garden. A friend recommended Dr. Robertson. He diagnosed my problem as arterial fibrillation and went over my treatment options in a way that was understandable. I'm thankful my friend recommended Dr. Robertson. He put quality back in my life. 
Dr. Peter G. Robertson receives dinner for two at the fabulous Alley on Main Street restaurant as our Heart for Healing recipient. Submit your Heart for Healing nomination to WGNS. Middle Tennessee football and basketball games are right here. This is Chip Walters on Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. MTSU Sports on WGNS. If you have something to buy, sell, or trade, call me. Weekday mornings at 7.50 for Swap and Shop. WGNS, AM, FM, and online. 